0: stories, big guess, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Brinkinridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, so there's some interesting legal issues in, uh, in this next case we're going to discuss here. And, and who's responsible for your property? Is it you or are those who are entrusted with that property under certain circumstances, do they then bear some responsibility? So the story here is a um, Calgary guy by the name of Laurie Bamford. He's a platinum member at the Gold's Gym up on Country Hills Boulevard. So back in January, he went to the gym. Apparently they have what's basically a VIP section of the gym. So you need some kind of a fob to access this part of the gym. Uh, he said in one uh, interview here, he says, the guy at reception said I needed to provide something on my own ex- in exchange for the fob to get into the members' area. I gave my car keys, went and continued my workout. Came back out, he said my keys had been stolen. So apparently the gym has reviewed its policy because all they would do then is that keys or other stuff that would be left behind would be hung on hooks at the reception desk. Well, that's pretty vulnerable, isn't it? So if someone's demanding that you hand over something like that, do they then bear some responsibility for it? I mean, ultimately, the person responsible is the person who stole the keys, stole the car, and trashed the car. But who's to blame here? So some interesting questions. Joining us to talk a bit more about this case, very pleased to welcome to the program, Chadwick Newcomb. is a civil lit- a litigator with the uh, Kahane Law Office here in Calgary. Chad, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Um, I mean, have you seen cases like this? I mean, is this a common thing that, that arises? Well, I don't know if I'd say it's
1: common, but it certainly arises from time to time, something similar.
0: And so, what are the legal issues at play here? If if I'm a business and I I maintain that if you want to come use my business, you need to give to me as some form of collateral or security deposit. I need your car keys, for example. In this instance, what responsibility legally am I taking on there?
1: Well, it depends on what terms you agree to with the, whoever it is you're you're taking stuff from. If you don't agree to some particular terms, though, uh, you become what in law is called a bailey. And a bailey has a duty to take such care of the property entrusted to them uh, as a reasonable person would take of their own property. So here, in this case, where we've got somebody's car keys, the question is, would a reasonable person leave their car keys in a public area, well-trafficked, without supervising them. Mm -hmm. And if they wouldn't, then if the keys go missing, who's going to be responsible for that? There's a likely chance, pretty good chance, that it's going to be the Bailey.
0: Interesting. Now, in this case, with the stolen vehicle, apparently this guy says that's cost him so far about $1,500 and probably more to come. Do you think he would have a, a case? Is there a case to be made against the gym for for bearing some of that responsibility?
1: I expect so. I mean, at the end of the day, it's why the gym probably has insurance as well. I've heard uh, heard the comment that uh, if this uh, if this fella had had theft insurance on his vehicle, then his insurance would have covered it. But that doesn't really absolve the the gym from its obligations in respect to taking care of his property.
0: Right. Now, it's interesting because I mean, you, you see it all the time. And I've been to fitness centers where you go into the change room, you want know, to find a locker to, to leave your stuff. And, you know, there, there's some kind of signage posted that, you know, lock your stuff up at your own risk. This place does not bear responsibility for your stuff, that if you're going to leave it locked up, Anything could happen. And is there a reason they do that? Does that kind of absolve them of responsibility? If I go put my stuff in a locker and someone breaks into that locker?
1: It it depends. Uh, Certainly that's the the purpose behind that type of signage, is to try and impose some different terms on the relationship other than a, a standard bailment relationship. I mean, that's why you see it. Parking garages, they're the prime example where you see Signs that say vehicles and contents left at owner's own risk. Yeah, That's exactly what that is aimed at. And the goal there is to create a situation where, for example, if the car does go missing, they are able to say, you know, we weren't, uh, strictly speaking, a, a bailee because we've got this sign that lets you know that we're not going to be doing anything to try and safeguard your goods, Now, even that sign, however, isn't going to be universally accepted as a defense. Uh, There could be lots of situations where uh, it's not good enough and the parking garage or or here the gym uh, continues to bear responsibility. That's why each case turns on its own facts.
0: Right, and it's interesting because if say I go to the gym and it, there's a sign on the locker that says you leave your stuff here at your own risk. I mean, the gym isn't requiring me to use the locker. I could just come in my gym clothes and not have to use a locker. I could bring my stuff with me. It's not a requirement of accessing the facility. I think maybe the difference in this case is that this guy didn't have a choice. He, he was forced to leave something. I guess it could have been something other than car keys maybe, but he he was he, he had to do that in order to access the facility.
1: Absolutely. And that's going to bear a big part on it. I mean, and you can turn that around as well. The Jim didn't have to accept his car keys. They could have said, whoa, we don't want to be responsible for right. <laughs> the security of your vehicle. We don't want your car keys. Same token, he could have left behind a credit card. Uh, they would be well within their rights to say, whoa, don't want to take that either. Uh, or a wad of cash. You know, whatever it is that they're accepting as security, they then bear the responsibility of making sure that it's kept safely. Yeah.
0: And again, with a credit card, you can take a swipe of a credit card and rip it up after, you know, something along those lines. We don't have to take responsibility for the card itself, but I I guess whatever the gym feels they have to protect on their end, maybe they'd be covered that way. So uh, I'll be curious to see what comes of this and, and, you know, if there's some some action brought against the gym, uh, how a judge views this. But Chad, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. You too. Take
0: care. There you go. Chadwick Newcomb, he's a civil litigator with Gahane Law Office here in Calgary. So his thoughts on this particular case. So I'm not really sure, again, all the details of what exactly would be going on at the VIP section of the gym. But anyway, so the guy says in order to use it, he had to leave something in exchange for the FOB to get into the members area. So why? Why exactly do you need his car keys? (laughs) If he wrecks something in there, that's, what, you are going to hold his car? I mean, I don't... So that, that to me, seems really odd, first of all. Are you worried he's going to steal the fob or give the fob to somebody else? Is that the concern, that these fobs are pretty valuable and we don't want people using them who shouldn't be using them? But yeah, if you're going to demand the guy turn over his car keys, it seems to me, then, that you bear some responsibility for that, if that's a requirement, if he doesn't have a choice. So they didn't have to accept his car keys. I think there would be other ways to deal with that. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to make that a requirement, then yeah, I think you need something better than we'll just put them on the hooks at the front desk. Put them in a locked drawer or something. Uh, So the word is that the the gym is now reviewing its policy. I mean, better late than never, I guess, but it shouldn't have had to come to that point. Um, The... Owner of the gym said in an interview, quote, apparently what happened was the guy jumped on the counter and stretched his body along, grabbed the first set of keys off the fob area, then split. So we caught that on camera. So because of that, we've obviously taken them off the columns and we've got them under the desk. Especially nowadays with car keys, right? It's not as though like in the old days where you'd have to go up to each door and put the key in to see if you had the right key. You just press the button to make the car honk, and it's pretty obvious, or just unlock. It's pretty obvious which keys go with which car. Anyway, 974-8255 is another quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.